Uh, this is Lindsey Miller, and you're listening to the Arkansas Times Weekend Review Podcast on Friday, February 19th. On this week's edition, we're going to talk about the historic snowfall the state's received, Senator Jim Hendren's decision to leave the Republican Party, an elusive gun factory at the Little Rock Port, and maybe some more if we have time. I'm joined, as usual, by Max Brantley. Hello again. So uh, we were just talking before we start recording about our snow situation. Uh, you, uh, as you've written quite a bit, live on a street that's one of the last to be plowed in Little Rock. Um, but the the city has uh, has been plowing the uh, at least the arterial roads, and highway department is working. But it's going to be a few days before we all dig out of this. Oh, yeah. You know, and I think I want to got to throw in a word of modest critique of local TV news where they, they love this shot where they get a reporter and a photographer in a car and they drive out on Interstate 30 or Cantrell Road and say, well, you got to be careful. But it's been plowed. But, you know, that's just that's just such a minor part of the picture of getting around in the snow because those are state highways and they get plowed and the city of Little Rock does a. I guess a relatively decent job of keeping Markham street open and some other streets like that, but it's the side streets where everybody lives that are problem. And this is a hilly town and it's bad out there. I mean, on my street, the, the snow is, I'd say it's still a good seven or eight inches deep on my street. And then, and then it leads to a hill where it's that deep and it's a, it's a steep incline and it's just, it's not safe to be out there, as I mentioned this morning. Some hearing from some state employees who were mad at the governor said, "We want everybody to come to be in the office. That's a better place to be." And okay, you can get some leave, maybe, or if you can telework, okay. But we'd really like to have you there. And it's just, particularly since how much of the state employee workforce in Little Rock is in Benton and Cabot and Conway and Bryant and places like that, encouraging people to get on the road is just nuts, particularly at the end of the week. But in any event, uh, the sun's uh, going to start some melting today, and you know the big the big news will be Sunday if it's 40s and raining. That'll finally start to make it all go away. Well, Arkansas uh, avoided uh, just disastrous uh, circumstances that befell folks in Texas, but we did see uh, rolling blackouts for the first time in. At least memory. Yeah, that's the first time I can remember it. I mean, of course, we've had power outages that were caused by disasters, but they had several hours of them in northwest Arkansas because that area is served by Swepco and it's in a different power grid than the energy customers are in. But I guess Little Rock and the Maumelle area had a few minutes of rolling out outages one night this week. Uh, fortunately, not us, I'm happy to say. And so we got a little bit of that. The, the, the other part of it, and this has been a problem in Texas too, is, you know, there's just so many parts to this. It's not just, you know, you think you've got a gas heat, but you generally have to have electricity to, to run it. Uh, but then water is a huge problem. Uh, water treatment plants have been affected by power outages in a lot of places. Uh, the lines are breaking. People are running their taps so that water demand is higher than normal. Reservoirs are getting drained. So, even central Arkansas water, which has all the water in the world because it controls big reservoirs, is called on people today to conserve their water usage because there, a lot of people are having trouble getting water delivered to people. So, 
and it's going to get worse because with the sun today, there's going to be some some thawing of pipes, and there are going to be some breaks where they were where they were frozen, and so we're, we've got more trouble ahead. So, but anyway, I mean Texas. Uh, but talking about our problems is pretty silly in light of what happened in Texas, where they just had a, a disaster of unimaginable proportions. Well, yeah, and that was something that early on Republicans. Uh, Tried to, to blame on green energy because wind turbines weren't spinning, but uh, of course that was that was very easily fact checked. And then the focus, although they're, con- although they're continuing to put out the lie, and Arkansas politicians like Missy Irvin have repeated it on social media, and the governor of Texas continues to talk about the wind turbines. And Fox saw an analysis by Media Matters of Fox News where they they've continued to mention wind turbine villains in Texas dozens of times when that has just almost nothing to do with it it's about gas delivery has been the problem but anyway and, and you know and I, and I see it in comments on facebook by the great unwashed of arkansas saying oh you know you don't want that green and of course my other favorite one is is jason rayford saying well so much for global warming look at all that snow out there i mean the classic deal of people who confuse global climate situation with with a day's weather forecast I mean, in fact, there's a pretty strong scientific belief that the reason this storm was so bad in Arkansas and Texas is precisely because of climate change. The Arctic is, is unusually warm currently, and it, it, it makes for these weird catastrophic weather events because things, the patterns have been so thoroughly disrupted. But don't tell that to an Arctic because they will not believe it. Well, the big national political news of the week was Ted Cruz uh, going to Cancun. Uh, big political news in Arkansas was uh, Jim Hendren, the uh, longtime Republican, nephew of the governor, former state Senate leader, uh, leaving the Republican Party. Well, you know, it's been clear for several weeks that something was coming from Jim Hendren. I mean, he's just, and I think we've mentioned it here before, he's just been on a roll of uncommonly sort of centrist behavior for somebody who is, I mean, still a very conservative politician at his, at his core, but, you know, reaching out to, to some people on the, in the democratic party on a couple of hot button issues, voting against his party's mainstream on some of these hot button issues, sponsoring hate crime legislation, that sort of thing. And so it, it seemed like something was coming I mean, I think for a long time, people thought a potential independent candidate for governor, although that's, I mean, that's something we can talk about, but I think that's a, that's a real long shot. But he announced, uh, I had a website set up and announced by Twitter and, and otherwise that he was leaving the Republican party of which he's long been a leader and has multiple relatives who are current or former Republican office holders and being an independent and really saying that there was too much division and too much partisanship in general, but it was really Donald Trump that finally cut it for him. He said the final straw was the Capitol riot, January the 6th, which he said put squarely at the feet of uh, Donald Trump, which, by the way, Asa Hutchinson did last night on CNN as well. And he's formed an organization called Common Ground Arkansas, which he hopes to encourage some people, maybe disaffected Democrats who think their party's too liberal, would somehow join together in a more collaborative and bipartisan spirit to get things done. I asked him yesterday if 
this signal race for governor. He said his focus for now was on trying to build this coalition and trying to change the nature of the 135 seats in the legislature because it'll follow a redistricting year in 2022 and all seats will be on the ballot. And I, I think he's hopeful of seeing some changes happen. Gosh, I hope he's right, but I still think we're in kind of a hopeless situation in Arkansas, but maybe it's going to be interesting to see the, the, the social media response to Hendron was an incredibly strong. I, I do think there's, a thirst in some quarters for solutions. Uh, is there enough to make a difference in elections against the usual rollout of fear mongering that the Republicans have been able to use so successfully? I just don't know. But in any event, it was a hopeful sign. I, I do think people have some sort of unrealistic expectations. I mean, the Democratic Party, for example, cannot stand down because Henry might emerge as a candidate. For one thing, they have to have a gubernatorial candidate of their own to qualify for automatic ballot eligibility every year. They've got to get 3% of the vote for governor. They have to field a candidate, and, and Hendren will, will not be running as a Democrat. Uh, and so the Democrats, so there's, there's going to be that. And so a three-way race, as I say, would seem very difficult for an independent to win, given that unless there's a real sea change in Arkansas voter preferences, a strong Trump backer like the Republican nominee is almost certain to be if it's Sarah Huckabee or Leslie Rutledge, which appears that's going to be our choice. Is It's just hard to see many of those people deserting uh, the Republican candidate for an independent like him. So I, I, I just don't know what the future holds, but I think any, any pushback against the extremism that's evident in the Arkansas legislature today is, is a welcome development. Uh, just, just for our listeners who might be hearing some some grunts and growls. Yeah, I'm sorry, my dog is just driving me crazy here. I, she's on one of her wild, wild episodes, and she's attacking me nonstop here. What what so, kind of dog is it, and what's her name? It's the imp, and she's a French bulldog. She's about a year old, and uh, she's uh, not very well behaved. Have you taken her out in the snow? Yeah, she was a little slow to adapt to it, but now she kind of gets out and plows through it. I mean, it comes up to her chin, I mean, in, in several spots in the yard, but she kind of she kind of seems, she doesn't stay out in a long time, like, say, a retrieval light, but she seems to think it's all right. Okay, well, moving on, uh, this week uh, there was news about the uh, 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 a long uh, discussed gun factory at the Little Rock port uh, not coming to fruition. I, I, I think it's dead. Uh, and it's, you know, it's to me, it's another illustration of the, the futility of playing the corporate welfare game. But in any event, two years ago with great fanfare, the governor and his economic development bonus baby, Mike Preston, announced that uh, a Czech gunmaker, CZ USA, was going to build a factory and new national headquarters at the Little Rock Port, and they'd be employing 600 people by this year. Well, things haven't exactly worked out. They've never broken ground out there. They, they tried to raise some money in a stock offering, and it didn't work out. And lo and behold, last week, they announced that they had acquired a a famous little uh, U.S. gunmaker, Colt, and that brings with it two existing factories, one in Connecticut and one in Canada, and so they don't have any immediate need for new manufacturing facilities. 
And so unless they start building a new plant by June the 1st, the deal that was done with the state falls apart. The land that was given to them for free reverts to the port of Little Rock. They won't get the $20 million in state incentives that the state promised to give them to build their factory there. You know, Jay Cheshire, the Little Rock Chamber of Commerce, told the Little Rock Port Authority about this yesterday and tried to kind of polish the you-know-what a little bit by saying, well, they may still need expanded capacity someday, and after they process this new acquisition, then maybe we hope they'll still come back to the table with something in Little Rock, but they'll just have to start the game all over again. They came to Little Rock in the first place by one of these site development consultants who pit states against each other to have bidding wars and the governor took some of their people duck hunting and we promised them, you know, we gave them $1.7 million worth of free land and promised them $20 million and basically a forgivable loan and grants to do it. Just a crazy amount of money to spend to get 600 jobs. And all of this is part of ACE's idea of Arkansas being kind of a, a center of the gun manufacturing industry, which is, which is kind of on hard times, oddly enough, even though American can't, apparently can't buy enough guns. But in any case, it's uh, another yet another failure by Preston, along with the pulp mill in Arkadelphia and the textile plant in Forest City and a variety of other ballyhooed things that just, just don't quite work out. But the, the, there is a clawback provision. And yeah, we'll we'll get the land back. They've got they've got to give the land back, and I got a copy of the contract today, and that's that's pretty solid. If they don't start building by June the first, they got to give the land back, and and everybody expects that's going to happen. I mean, they left the door open, but it, it's not going to happen. That that plant is gone. Uh, well, we've got a little bit of time left, so uh, maybe we can talk about a couple other things in the news. Um, uh, with everything that's happened, it's hard to believe that we didn't discuss uh, the impeachment. That wrapped up on Saturday of last week. Um, I think we, everyone really thought that it was, was a given that, that Trump was uh, going to be acquitted, but the numbers were a little higher than expected, and there was some drama over witnesses. Uh, good to have that. Uh, behind the country or what would your take? Well, it, it was not a surprise that they didn't convict. Uh, it was kind of a moral victory that they brought seven Republicans over. And and Mitch McConnell, I don't think he deserves too much credit for doing this because he's, he's triangulating and playing both sides. But he really did deliver a pretty crushing uh, commentary afterwards and saying that Donald Trump basically was a jerk and caused the riot and everybody knew he did. He did it by lying about the election results. And so at least that's sitting out there. Now, I mean, the, the rest of the party, I mean, the sad news is, is that, is that the party is still beholden to Trump. I mean, there's, you know, some, some people jumped out there like Nikki Haley and said he was bad and then saw that people reacted badly to that. So, She's trying to make up, and Trump refused to meet with her. And Lindsey Graham says there is no future of the party without Donald Trump. And again, this is one of those cases where I'm hard on Asa, but his remarks on CNN last night, he said that the, it's it's hard to take a middle ground on this, and it's not easy, but that Trump cannot define the Republican Party, that he's responsible for what happened at the Capitol June 6th, and that's just the truth. And so... I give him credit for saying that. It begins to make me believe he's not running for anything in 2022 in Arkansas because that sounds like a dangerous thing to say. 
for a politician, a Republican politician. Yeah, I guess the, the big reveal of of the uh, of last weekend was uh, details of a call between House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy and and President Trump, uh, where McCarthy was uh, demanding for for Trump to do something, and and Trump was uh, very very blasé about it, and. And then, of course, you saw McCarthy going to Florida to make up for Trump. No, he went down there to make up. Yeah, yeah. McCarthy supposedly got mad and said, these are your people in the Capitol. And he said, man, Trump said, well, maybe they care more about the election outcome than you do. And McCarthy says, you know, you're talking to here. And but then that was soon forgotten. All of it is a measure of of how how influential Trump remains. And, and, you know, it's even not so much Trump, but I think it's what he embodies, how strong it remains. There's just, there's sort of, there's a meanness and a, and a white supremacy note and a, and a suspicion and an anger. And, I mean, I think you also saw it, and I, I think it was really the best remark I saw on the death of Rush Limbaugh, the cruel bigoted radio announcer who was so influential in conservative politics for so many years. Chris Hayes said that, that the real measure is, is the number is the people that are praising Limbaugh and that that shows how, what his values are have come to be the values of the Republican party. And, and that they're just so uniformly poisonous. They're just not, they're not room for people like a Jim Hendren. And the question is, is are there many Jim Hendrens? And I, I'm afraid the answer is that that number is pretty small. All right, let's, let's leave it there and move on to endorsements. You have anything this week? You know, I, I don't well, what it, well, what exciting dishes have you made? Yeah, no, not to, <laughs> well, actually the most exciting dish I made this week I've been wanting to have it for a long time was hamburger stroganoff. Uh, so, so I made it's got some hamburger and some fresh mushrooms and some noodles and made a white sauce and had a huge pot of hamburger stroganoff and it was it was delightful and e- and easy to do. And I didn't use cream of mushroom soup. I actually made a made my own gravy. That's a snow day special. It's good. I got some leftover for tonight. I think I'm gonna have leftovers tonight. Well, I know the snow has been a real hardship on some people, but I am lucky enough to have a truck and to live near both Markham and Capitol, which have been plowed pretty much since the start of the weather. And so um, this has been, I can, I'm pretty sure I can say, probably the greatest week of my six and 10 year old son's lives. We've been playing in the snow every day. We've gone to the deaf and blind school, uh, which is the closest good sledding hill every day since since the ice last week. Oh, that's great. That's great. What are you, what are you using for sleds? Well, we, we had two sleds. One broke pretty early days. It was plastic. We have one that's, um, that's a coated foam that holds up pretty well. And, uh, and my wife is, is really into this and has converted a few boogie boards with packing tape to make them extra slick. And, and those have worked really well. Yeah. And those hills at the deaf school are pretty good. I mean, you can get a pretty good ride down them yeah. used to live right by there. It's, it's a good scene. We saw some guys, uh, skiing and, uh, there one person would get behind the other person and ride on skis all the way down the hill. And then 
you, you've probably seen on social media a lot of folks uh, going on snowboards, either down hills or um, getting pulled in the back of trucks with, with ropes. So there's lots of people being inventive. Yesterday, I got out with, with my son and, and built um, a, a pretty elaborate snow fort that uh, we're close to, to roofing, but we're racing against the the sun. It's, it's yeah, the melting rapidly. My son said at one point that he hoped that somebody for the Arkansas Democrat Gazette or some other cool magazine would come by and take our picture. <laughs> <laughs> Had to spot the snowball for that one. If I could get off my street, I'd love to come by and take a look, but I don't think I can do it. Yeah, well, maybe I'll maybe I'll put a picture out to go with the podcast. Yeah, 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 you ought to do that. Really, the best thing about this week for me was, is you know, we haven't had any snow the last two or three years, and and for whatever reason, maybe I've been out of town. I hadn't used any firewood, and so the firewood I had left, and it's been in my garage under roof. I mean, it is seasoned, and boy, we have had some just some knockout fires. I mean, just some textbook fires with some of this really well seasoned oak so that's been nice oh that sounds lovely all right well everybody stay warm and safe out there and we'll be back next week we'll see you sorry about amp she's just uncontrollable today (laughs) take care all right